children now also um, that that passed away. Uh, the num- death toll has not gone up um, over 16. Let's hope it does not. But those are 16 souls that 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 we lost tra- tragically in Kentucky, and uh, you know we're just. Very, very sorry about that. Absolutely. And, Something that can happen so fast. And absolutely. The flooding okay. and, and they they just got a, just an unbelievable amount of rain. Very probably something similar that happened to Waverly. Yeah. Um this past football season. The, back in the spring, right? Or was it was it that long ago? Was it uh, like a year, year ago? Oh, oh, was, oh year well, ago. that's right, because they they did something at Nissan Stadium for them. They had a high had school. A game, yeah. Had a yeah. high school football. It was about a year ago. Yeah, so against White House. That's right, right. Drake. That's before right. we get too far along, I want to apologize to our listeners here. I just got a note. Uh, <laughs> I hit every button except the microphone button on this thing, and <laughs> so <laughs> we we were we were not exactly on the air for about uh, oh, a couple of minutes there. So oh, just we now, just now got on just on, now got on, on, so, on the air. So uh, well, let me let me let repeat. me apologize to our listeners and, and if you were kind of wondering about us, uh, yeah, we're here. It just uh, guys, if hit you the, hit the old, wrong button, if you got if you if you're listening to us, you're listening to the uh, Front Porch Sports Radio Hour on WKOM 101.7 FM. Uh, I'm Drake Colley. We're here with Lou Maddox and Coach Mike's running the board for us. At least trying and, to. <laughs> and we, I think hopefully we've got it squared away. And uh, what I was saying beforehand, if, if you guys didn't hear me, is that we here at the station and hopefully everybody that that, that with it, within earshot of my voice just want to send our uh, – condolences and our prayers and our thoughts and our just anything we can to the people of Eastern Kentucky that have uh, gone through this horrible flooding tragedy uh, and they've lost 16 souls. And uh, so far four of them happen to be children, not, uh, you know, we don't want to lose any souls, but it's just, it's just gut wrenching to think that, uh, a flooding like that can just wipe out a small community like it did in Waverly. And we were yeah, just talking about Waverly, Tennessee our, a year ago. Uh, our and, listeners will, will remember that and kind of have an idea of what, yes. you know, what, what this community is going through in Kentucky. And uh, like you said, our hearts go out to them. And we just, uh, I'm sure Tennessee uh, will be, will live up to its nickname and they'll be sending volunteers absolutely. up there to, to help them uh, as much as they can. Where they are, they're not far from the Tennessee border. It's just north of Knoxville, maybe a little north, a little northwest of Knoxville. So hopefully, and I'm sure there are, there are already volunteers on the way. I'm sure they're, if they're not already on the ground. And we're just sorry, so sorry to hear about that. And, and, and we're praying for you and uh, hang in there. You know, there, there's got to be better days coming down the road. Just has to be. Okay. Uh, We've got a few minutes here for our next break, and we wanted to talk a little bit about the college football season coming up, and the probably the biggest game of that the SEC has. Lou would would be the September third game uh, when Oregon comes to Georgia to play the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, and uh, you know it's Georgia. Yes. defense is still going to be good. That's right. Now they know. they lost fifth. They lost what fifteen mm. players to the. Uh, NFL draft. They did. But uh, with like Kirby Smart and coming from a Nick Saban type program, he probably has learned how to reload. Yeah, it's a type of program that's starting to kind of 
have the same kind of talent level coming up in each kind of in each so class. There, so there are three and four and five star athletes stacked, stacked behind behind yeah. those starters that mm-hmm. went on to the NFL. Wouldn't you yeah. say, Coach Mike? Oh yeah. Uh, now the depth isn't quite what they used to be ten, fifteen years ago because kids move around so much now to you know to actually get to play right now. They're they're not so willing to wait their turn. But even at that, you know, you still got athletes you know coming out their ears in georgia so uh they're they're gonna be yeah they they may not be quite the juggernaut they were last year but they're still gonna be a a team to to be in and for oregon this is really for everybody on the west coast oregon's got to play well to represent the west coast because right now everyone's kind of like okay what are y'all gonna do everybody over here is making moves and stuff like that and y'all getting kind of left out you're right and And, what what coach mike is alluding to is that USC Southern Cal, not uh, South Carolina, but Southern Cal and UCLA are exiting uh, the Pac-12, well, and they are going into uh, the big. Well, they're going into the Big, big Ten. Yeah, <laughs> and that that I think, and I I heard today on they were calling it the Big Twelve, It'll and end I up being the Big Twenty. I was going to say. <laughs> So it's coming down. Uh, they, they may call it the Coast to Coast League. Yeah. And then because I, I they saw, literally have teams now from coast to coast. And yeah. I saw an interview with the commissioner of the now Pac twelve and uh he was answering some questions and, and, and was asked about the exit of, of USC and UCLA. And really those are the, the have those are the two dominant teams, I think, that have really over the history, over well, the historically, history of the yeah, yeah, over, historically, they over have the history of the marquee teams. Sure. You know, Oregon is Marcus Mario yeah. and those guys, and they they've done well. Yeah, Washington, Washington, Washington good, good Utah, solid team. Utah and yeah. Utah is supposed to be now the cream of the crop this year. Yeah, they were good yeah. last year, and they're supposed to be they're supposed to be the team yeah. this they've year. Been in, uh, I mean, they've been in playoff talks the last couple of years. So, and, and every so often, Stanford jumps up there and makes some noise. And that, that uh, knocks and the pack. That knocks the pack. 12 down to the pack 10 yeah. and the commissioner was asked about that and and he said well you know uh the the big 10 or what is now the big 12 i guess with the addition but he said you know they're they're trying their best to de and his words were destabilize the pack 10 in other words shake the foundation mm-hmm. of the pack 10 offers try to get some more schools into their conference and probably Dissolve the Pac-10. I would imagine. I, I I don't know how else to put it, unless yeah. the Pac-10 starts to go out and court other universities to build back build back its number. Yeah, you got. Uh, there's there's rumors upon rumors upon rumors of of who's trying to do what and stuff. And we were talking about it before the show started about uh, you know way things are kind of starting to shake out. It look, looks like there's going to be like three super conferences. Maybe four. Uh, maybe four, maybe but four. but three right now. Uh, you know, the Pac-12 uh, really about the only option they have if the, if they if they want to even consider thinking about regional or staying close to somewhat regional um, would be to raid the Mountain West uh, yeah. and and to get you know some of that some of those groups like look uh, how far the Big Ten is. Well, now the Big Ten literally, like as, as I mentioned but, earlier, is literally gone from coast to coast they've got a new jersey team uh like we were talking rutgers, rutgers. Is, is involved in there yeah. from out of out of new york 
or New Jersey, excuse me. And now you got uh, two coastal teams so on the west coast. Geographically, geographically located well, doesn't mean anything. You're right. I mean, and with the with the with the budgets, the travel budgets that these schools have and stuff like that, uh, really, your, your geography is not a big deal anymore. It's a lot different uh, going from Tennessee to Alabama, yeah. going from New Jersey to oh, California. Yeah. The, <laughs> the biggest the biggest thing is going to be for their fans, though. Uh, you know, you got you know USC and UCLA trying to get. You know, if they try to get fans to follow them all well, the way out to to I, Michigan and I, to I Ohio doubt, State. I doubt, seriously. I mean, the, yeah. the, the Pac-10 fans compared to SEC fans yeah. are not quite as uh, – Well, they, they seem to have a few more distractions out there in California. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and so, But I just think overall college football is not on the West Coast and in the Pac-12 is not what it meant – what it means to people in the, in the SEC. So you know, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, it's religion in the South. Right, it just think, means more. I think it's more of a yeah. passive type thing to do. Yeah. It just means more, more. and a right. way to spend time. Uh, again, let's yeah. go see Oregon State and Oregon play in a driving, freezing rainstorm on Saturday night in uh, first week of yeah. October. You know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> that's, um, pass. I mean, that's but I mean that's the kind truth. of what it is. It's the know? truth. Well, that's and and that's one reason why USC and UCLA and, and some of those schools became some of the powerhouses they became was that people like to go and play in the good weather. Yeah, uh, you know that's why the Rose Bowl became the big the, the big bowl that it became. Was, it there's was, a lot of people in California. It was almost <laughs> always beautiful in right. January when they played that bowl game, and and so it became a very popular place to come. Um, but now they've got so many other things to take, grab their dollar, to grab their attention. That college football is taking a hit on the yeah, West Coast. And you know, and, with with I mentioned Southern Cal earlier. In, at Southern Cal's kind of the spotlight's going to be on Southern Cal a little bit because they've got they Lincoln Riley's come in. You know, he's a big time, big time coach, big offensive coordinator, and this is his first year after he left uh, Oklahoma, and he took Oklahoma to the playoffs his first three years. He was at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. so they're expecting huge yeah. things at USC, and, and USC is jumping ship to go <laughs> oh, into the you know yeah. eventually. So, uh, and they've got a big talent pool out there. You know, that's one of the things, that, you know, yeah. when you think about how many kids play football out there, uh, he's got a huge talent pool to pull I mean, from. They've got the number and, one quarterback in the country that, that committed to USC. So he's got him, them coming in, I think it's class of 23, so not this fall, but next fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of right now, you know, he's still taking some trips, so we'll see. Hey, guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk some live golf. We're going to talk a few other things, and uh, – you know, it's sports. Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hang tight. We'll be right back. New beats are loaded in three, two, one. Here we go. Have you seen this? Men compete in women's sports. Democrats place them on a pedestal. They steal medals from our girls. Thousands in scholarship money. Meanwhile, Democrats ban AR-15s rather than men from women's sports. 
Representative Scott Zapicki has had enough. He knows what's right. He sponsored the bill banning men from girls' sports. He helped pass constitutional carry in Tennessee. Zapicki, what's right for Tennessee? Paid for by the committee to elect Scott Zapicki, Ken MacArthur Treasurer. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. Hello, everyone. This is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right. And now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold or platinum. We also buy gold and silver coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will make you a top dollar offer paid in cash on the spot. Also, we buy diamonds from a quarter carat and larger. Any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer. You might just be surprised. Highest offer paid, I guarantee it. Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Hi, I'm Sheila Butt, former business owner and state representative running for mayor because we need strong leadership. We don't want CRT, higher taxes, unchecked growth, and unconstitutional mandates. We want safe communities and great schools. 
I appreciate the endorsement of the Murray County Republican Party, but I know that the most important endorsement is your vote of trust. Together, we will control growth and preserve the things that we love about Murray County. Paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Budd, Jacob Love Treasurer. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb on Front Porch Radio, Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Hello, my name is Sammy Patterson, and I'm asking for your vote for Circuit Court Judge. I have 22 years of experience working in criminal, civil, family, and estate law. I have lived in Murray County almost 50 years. As judge, I will treat you with respect, fairness, kindness, and dignity, regardless of who you are or where you come from. Vote Patterson for the people. I am Sammy Patterson, and I approve this message. Like what you hear? No. Get ready for this. Tune in. Here we go. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, joined by Lou Maddox. Lou, how are you today? Doing great. Coach Mike is running the board. Coach Mike, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. I actually hit the buttons right this time well, around. So There you go. So if everything's going right and all the moons have lined up and the stars are out there just right. Hey, it's Friday. It's, it's Friday. Right. That's right. And we, you we guys talk can, about that. You guys can hear us. It is Friday. We got a little rain today. And, and it's a little I kinda, cooler. I just yeah. actually I walked down to the mailbox in the rain. My wife thought I was crazy, but I said, I'm going to get the mail. And I walked to... I don't know, 100, 150 yards down to the mailbox in the rain with That's no umbrellas. Mad- madness. She like, and she, she was, when I got back to the house, she was kind of looking to see if the mail I'm was sure, all wet. I'm sure she said you didn't have enough sense coming in out of the rain, right? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, let's see what's going on in the world of golf. There is this Live Golf Tournament uh, sponsored by the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia or the PIF of Saudi Arabia that has taken and invested billions, and I mean billions, of dollars in appearance fees for golfers that started their career out playing in the PGA or the DP European Tour. And now they, for hundreds of millions of dollars, um, they have jumped over uh, and are playing in the uh, Live Golf. Now, people say, well, Live, it's – Really, it's a Roman noble for fifty-four, and they in a in a, in a live golf tournament they play three rounds, uh, which totals fifty-four holes, and they play it on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and they a shotgun start, so they all don't start at number one. They they place team uh, golfers at different holes, and all start at once. Um, and as of right now, in case you all are interested. We have uh, the leader is Onrick Stinson uh, at five under. Patrick Reed is minus five, t- minus five, tied with him. Uh, and let's see, Dustin Johnson is tied for third. Uh, just some notables you all might know. Ian Poulter is tied for sixth. Charles Howe the third is seventh. 
uh, Lee Westwood and Charles Schwartz will round out the top ten. So those are some notable names that you might have heard for years on the PGA mm-hmm. Tour. And now you're hearing them uh, on the leaderboard of the Live Golf, sponsored by the uh, Saudi Arabian uh, public investment fund. Um, and you know, there's, there's a little bit of uh, an uproar. It's being played at Trump's Bedminster course. Um, there are being, there are some protests by families that were lost loved ones in the, uh, 9-11 tragedy. Uh, and the reason they're protesting is, I mean, let's be honest, 15 to 16 of the hijackers were Saudi Arabians. Um, well, they were at least Middle Easterns. I don't, well, I don't know if they were. Well, I, I, I don't think, know if they were de- definitely Saudi now, Arabians. But the, uh, the FBI has the FBI has released finally released after twenty or yeah twenty mm-hmm. twenty years later finally released some classified documents okay. right. that uh, verified that sixteen of them were Saudis, okay. and so. And I can, and you know, I, I can understand that. Look, if, if one of my family members was killed in, in one of those towers, and uh, the Saudi government was involved with with uh, financing these these type of people, uh, and you know, I would be upset too that you know they're they're being you're allowing yeah. them to play fifty miles from. Ground zero. So it, it it's interesting to see how this is going to pan out. And like Coach Mike uh, said yesterday, it's going to be interesting to how long this uh, survives. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the longevity of it. Because the Saudis could just get tired of it and not do it anymore. Or it could it could wind up costing them a lot more than they want to spend on it. A lot more it. than they want to kick in. And they might not be getting out of whatever it is they're getting out of it. Now, some yeah. people... Call it sports washing. Some people say, you know, the Saudis had this bad kind of worldwide reputation of, of, well, they executed 81 of their uh, own people back in March. They they killed the uh, uh, reporter from the Khashoggi, the American reporter in the Turkish embassy. Uh, they've done some very, very, very nasty things to um, – uh, to the, their own people and other people around the world. And, you know, some people say, well, the reason they're doing this is because they want to kind of, they want to put forth a good foot and, and, and make their country look a little bit better. I, you know, I, I don't know. You just have to make that decision on your own yeah. and, and, and make, and, and, you know, I don't know, but they're willing to pay uh, Phil Mickelson a hundred million dollars to come play in eight tournaments. And if, I, if I'm Phil Mickelson and I just screwed off over 40 million gambling, I probably uh, would probably jump. <laughs> I mean, you know, really. I mean, let's just do the Well, battle. yeah, that and, and at the stage he's in in his career, right. you know, even if this thing doesn't pan out, he's got his paycheck. Right, and, and he's he's right. he's going to live. Of course, he and, he was there before he and, and before he, before that, he ever took it, and it makes that forty million. He he gave to yeah, Caesar, not, doesn't look he gave to Caesar's yeah. Caesar's sports book. Doesn't look so a little easy to swallow. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you, it's a perfect situation for, for him, a guy yeah. like Phil. Yeah, yeah. And later so, in his career, and just a uh, hundred million dollars. And all he's got to right do is there. he's got to finish middle of the road, and he still gets what close to well last you know, play, last play. There's 
right now they have 48 golfers in the tournament. And last place uh, in their London tournament a few weeks ago, last place got 120,000. That, that's, yeah, first place you said got first, four million. Oh, four million. Okay, so middle and, of the road is going to get somewhere between one point five. Yeah, you, you would think. And, you know, depending on the ladder, the the, the ladder they build for their. They places. started out with two hundred and fifty five million in purses for eight tournaments, and they just bumped that the purse up to. They just kicked in another hundred and fifty million for four hundred million dollars for eight tournaments, which probably you know is well averages it yourself fifty million dollars yeah. in purses. Per tournament, yeah. This yeah. Uh, Rocket Mortgage Mortgage Classic that I've got pulled up right here is eight point four. If that tells you anything, eight point four million P- PGA Tour, eight point four for the entire tournament. Okay, so and you know if if the numbers pan out, then you're looking yeah. at and five, I think that's, five, five, yeah, five, six, least, time, six yeah. times the amount. Yeah, and that's one reason why the PGA is 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 kicking up the heels so hard right now is that yeah. they're they're just being outspent. And and they and they know they can't keep up with them as right. far as spending the money. Now, again, I, I'll keep coming back to this question until I'm proven wrong. Is you know, what's the income stream for the live people? You know, the people that are heading this up. What's what's their income stream besides their deep oil pockets? I don't. You know, I don't know. You know, what's, you know that's because I haven't seen much. Uh, other than news reports and sports reports about TV coverage, well, I, and funny you should mention that today. I was before I came into the studio. I was watching um, CBS a, a stream. It's called CBS Sports HQ, and I was watching that. And they they did a spot on the tournament, and they had a reporter out there, mm-hmm. and they showed the. The families of the fallen at, at the yeah. World Trade Centers, they were they were protesting. Uh, they showed the golf course, but they never talked about who was winning. Yeah, and does it go beyond the dynamics? I mean, does it probably, go beyond a special report? Are they are somebody actually covering the tournament? Right. I mean, I was <laughs> I was thinking, well, they're gonna they're gonna tell us who's winning here in just a minute. There wasn't a mention about that. It was all about kind of the dynamics of of the the Saudi back live tournament and it being at Trump's golf course and so forth, but they they never came across with who was winning. But we know now that Andrick Stinson uh is winning. Uh and they that's just the first round because they only play three rounds. Um and it's just gonna be interesting to see how it all pans out and you know if there's some at the very the least of at the very least, it's kind of like these these offshoot football leagues, you know, that started up in, in kind of semi competition with the with the NFL. That at least they're bringing up some ideas that may need to be re, be considered as far as rules, as far as rules, as far as method you know, method of playing play you know, or whatever. Or time, the deal is. Uh, you know, the, this shotgun start obviously speeds a tournament up considerably. Yes, know. absolutely. Uh, does. You know, now again, where they're getting the money for their purses, who knows. And how they're how they're placing their their pairings together, uh, you know, we don't know much about it. But at least it may be an exploration for the the where the PGA kind of keeps aside. You know, hey, this works, this doesn't work, this works. Hey, maybe this will because that's one of the drawbacks for the PGA right now. People say, just man, you know, it takes forever to watch a tournament. Yeah, 
you know, you you take you you turn on the PGA, take a nap, wake up four hours later, and, and then and, and you'll catch up on everything you need to catch up on in the last thirty minutes. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and so it's it's interesting, folks, and we're just we, we just want to get it out there and and see uh you know, get get different opinions. If you guys have an opinion about it, text us. You can text us at nine three one six two six thirty one thirty one. Your opinion, good, good, bad. It's good, bad, or indifferent uh, for professional golf in America. Uh, we'll see what happens, but uh, the Saudis, this this live golf has definitely ruffled some feathers and. And they made a splash and made a splash, <laughs> put people on edge, whatever, whatever metaphor you want to use. And I'm telling you, there's some people that are pretty upset. Now, uh, NFL, uh, let's talk about some contractual problems or, or not problems, but just some, some player, notable players that are, are looking for new contracts. One of them, Debo Samuels. Uh, for the 49ers, who's a dynamic playmaker. I mean, he he just really kind of came into his own last year, uh, and he's only been the year uh, league. A couple three, years. Two yeah. or three years, maybe. Um, Was he's 49ers. Ready for, he, he actually talked about being traded back in April. You know, he, he, he told the 49ers, he said, you know, if we can't get it together on my contract, just trade me. And, you know, obviously the 49ers – uh, did not want to trade Debo Samuel. So they are, they're working feverishly on Debo's new contract. Uh, he's at, he's at the facility right now with the 49ers, but he's not practicing. So, uh, I'm sure they want to get him out on the field, get him conditioned, get him ready, uh, especially with the new quarterback, Trey Lance coming on. Uh, Lou, you know, as well as I do, you want, you want that connection between your receiver, uh, and your quarterback. Yeah, and that's something that you look at. That dynamic right there could be even more dangerous than just a Trey Lance or just a Debo Samuel because uh, both those guys kind of have similar attributes when it comes to running the ball. You got that run option. Yeah, you man. got that run I mean, option you, pass. I take mean, you know. Lance on a scramble out to the right side. Absolutely. To Debo. I, I don't know yes. who's stopping that. You also go with Debo, what they call the yak yards, the yards after catch. Oh, you know, he turns a he turns a four after contact. Yeah, uh, you know, four yeah. Or after catch Five, after contact. Seven yard, the, a seven yard uh, toss into t- turns into a, yeah turns into an eighty yard <laughs> touchdown by making two people miss. So uh, well, they you know they definitely want to get him in and get him get him signed on. And believe me, with the money that some of these other guys are getting in the NFL right now, I expect them to pay Debo Samuel's uh, handsomely. Uh, and 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 get him in there, and you know, and San Fran, you say what you want to about them. They play tough defense. They're in the playoffs. They kind of fell flat in the playoffs last year, uh, similar to kind of the tie how the Titans fell a little flat. But they're a good team, and they Just, yeah, they they got a good win in Green Bay. Yeah, you remember that? They're a dangerous team, and uh, yeah, Samuel, a guy with fourteen hundred yards, averaged it, averaged eighteen yards catch. With a long 83. I mean, that's a monster. Yeah. I mean, you know. He's insane. There you go. We'll be right back, folks. Hang tight.
Hi, it's Kurt Winstead one more time, the conservative running for Congress. When I was serving in Iraq, I was touring a hospital and a little boy came up and grabbed the American flag on my uniform. He didn't speak English, but the interpreter told me the boy felt that flag symbolized hope and something called freedom. Well, so do I. That's why I was over there, to ensure that my kids and your kids will always have the freedoms we enjoy. I went from small-town Tennessee farm boy to brigadier general. I serve my country proudly, and if that isn't conservative, I guess this old general just doesn't know what is. I'd sure appreciate your vote. I'm retired brigadier general Kurt Winstead, candidate for U.S. Congress. I approve this message. Paid for by Kurt Winstead for Congress. I'm Charlie Norman, candidate for the Murray County Mayor. As your mayor from 2014 to 2018, I am now even more eager to address the needs of our fast-growing county. As exciting as it is to see our county grow, we must move forward in a planned and thoughtful process. We must always be good stewards of your tax dollars while at the same time moving ahead with planned growth. That's hands-on Murray County experience. I'm Charlie Norman, and I'm asking for your vote for Murray County Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, Treasurer. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late-model, low-mileage, one-owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Record high gas prices, inflation at a 40-year high. Americans are needlessly suffering from policies in Washington. Tennesseans don't need more political talk. We need financial relief. We need Jason Gillum. I'm Jason Gillum, candidate for State Representative District 64, Murray County. Our state has a $2 billion surplus. With that surplus, aren't Tennesseans owed permanent sales tax relief? We can afford it, and in Biden's economy, you deserve it. On August 4th, vote Jason Gillum and tax relief. Together, we can do better. Paid for by Jason Gillum for State Representative, Don Gillum Treasurer. Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold, silver, or platinum, or whatever you may have made of a precious metal, such as coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will be holding a cash-in or trade-up event July 28th, 29th, and the 30th at both locations, Columbia and Lewisburg. We will be making top dollar offers paid in cash on the spot. Also, as an added bonus, we will be awarding you 20% store credit on trade-ins. For example, if you trade in $500 worth of gold, you will receive an additional $100 of in-store credit. That is an amazing deal. Also, we'll be buying diamonds from a quarter carat and larger, any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer. You might just be surprised. So mark your calendar for this July 28th through the 30th to sell that gold, silver, or diamonds. Highs offer paid, I guarantee it. Appointments are encouraged. Tillis Jewelry in Lewisburg and Columbia, Tennessee. All the time. I listen all day, every day. I don't know. I'm just addicted to it. Welcome back, and you are listening to Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, joined by Coach Mike on the board. Hey, Coach hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? And Mr. Lou Maddox over here on my left-hand side. How are you, Lou? Doing great. Uh, terrific. Happy Friday to everybody. The sun's shining here on West 7th Street. We're glad you're with us. We're just going to finish up touching on a couple of contracts uh, or a contract we did not talk about in the NFL that got done. DK Metcalf, the great big wide receiver. I mean, that guy is massive and got Sometimes has blue hair and sometimes has green hair. Sometimes. He's a he's a freak, but one of those <laughs> there, that you'd like to have go. on your football. Yeah, I was team. gonna say he just signed <laughs> he just signed a seventy two million dollar three year extension with fifty eight million dollars guaranteed. So he he as as they say in the business, he got paid. You know, and 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 good for him. They're terrific. You he know, did. big time paid. And you know, you get to thinking about AJ Brown. He used to be at the Titans. 
uh, he and Metcalf were on the same team at Ole Miss. Yeah, it was uh, Metcalf was the wide receiver one, and Brown was the two. <laughs> I mean, you know, can, yeah. Now I don't. Now I did go to an Alabama game, and that that Ole Miss Alabama game in Tuscaloosa, and the game was that late SEC game. I'm not even sure. If, did they do the late late SEC games anymore? But anyway, like the eleven o'clock ones. Yeah, I remember. I don't think they. Man, do it them started anymore. at like eight yeah. fifteen. As a matter of fact, I think it started a little late. And we walked out of that stadium at about ten till midnight, and and Ole Miss came in there and beat our butts. <laughs> and you know, imagine uh, and just imagine in college, and you're looking at one side, you got DK Metcalf, and on the other side, you got AJ Brown. And you're trying to figure out how do you lock up? Yeah, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, you know, triple. Yeah. I guess you, you 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 double up both of them and hope nobody in the middle can catch a pass. <laughs> I mean, because in college that is some serious serious beef that you've got to take yeah. care of and and try to cover. And sure enough, Ole Miss played a heck of a game that night and uh, came in Tuscaloosa and beat us. And we went home at midnight. Uh, Sad, yeah, 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 wiping wiping our eyes, you know. But you know that's the way it goes. Now, what have we got coming up? August second, six o'clock, six o'clock Eastern. I'm pretty sure that is the Major League Baseball deadline, and that means that teams, if they're going to make a move and bolster up their pitching rosters or whatever they need to do, especially the teams that are that are are leading. Uh, or have postseason uh, hopes and are in position to go to the postseason, they got to they got to get those trades in by August. Yeah, I was going to say let's just clarify the deadline you're talking about. It's the trading deadline. It, it, it is the trade. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it is it is the trading deadline. And so now they can make trades after the deadline, but those trade those people that make trades that are traded after the deadline cannot play in their postseason. That, that's correct. That correct? That's yep. correct. So if they want you know, if they want them to play, they gotta get this done by six o'clock August second, which will be next week. <laughs> which is let's see. Tuesday. Coming Tuesday, up, yeah. Tuesday of next week. Real quick. So, yeah, so you're gonna see uh, a flurry of activity here in the next few days because you got people who like you said, in the playoff run, they want that one extra bat. They want that one extra, and then you got other people who are they're they're they're, they're in their rebuilding phase and thinking, hey, I got this really good player. I can get three players out of him, you yes. know, well, and start rebuilding. Uh, so there's going to be a whole bunch instance, of stuff, moving pieces going on. For instance, O'Shea Otani, who plays for the, the Anaheim Angels or Los Angeles Angels, whichever you want to call them, you know, he's. Talking about a freak. I mean, he pitches, he hits on the run. This, I mean, you know, this, this guy, since he came to the United States, he's anybody pro, pro major like him baseball. since Babe Ruth. Right. I mean, it's just, it's uh, he's unbelievable. And this is a whole different but level in this my is his, right. This is Otani's fifth year uh, in the majors, and they have not been to the playoffs one time. They have, you know, and so the question is, and, and after the 23, uh, 2023 season, which is next year, obviously. He's a free agent, so so the Angels have to sit down going. and make a business decision on what they're going to do with him. I mean, what Lou? What would you what would you suggest doing with him? I mean, I, yeah. they're out of the playoff. They're out of the playoff picture this year. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, just if you, you could, if you could if you could if you, you could you, work a deal yeah. with somebody, well, you might be able to get three or four I good say, players. Yeah, Part you, ways you, with you look at Mike chance, Trout. Yeah, you look at the chance of getting. You know, three prospects who could definitely help the stability of your team yes. for the same price that you're paying one guy who obviously is great. He's stood out for you, 
but your team hasn't been able to 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 ride his coattails. So right, okay, so right. if I can build my team up, okay, deal him off, get three guys that can help build my my team. Sure, there's, get a left and lefty, a good left handed you know, pitcher. That's, I mean, that's you know, again the business decision, the business part of it. Put on like you said, and then you got these other teams out here. They're on that. They're on that bubble. They're on that playoff bubble, thinking, man, this Otani guy. You know, well, have, right. having one more arm and and a pinch hitter that could come in and do some damage, where other pitchers, you know, this is one more hitter that's that right. they could, uh, and a good know, one, and a good one to do it. And and you know, right now, as far as the major league baseball standings go, the the Braves and the Mets are they're they're kind of the Braves. They're they're in a little heated contest in the National League East. They're relatively close to each other. The Brewers and the Cards are not far apart from each other in the National League Central. However. The National League West is already pretty much decided. I mean, you got the Dodgers up by 11 and a half, 12 games right yeah. now. And I mean, so. And, and probably the more interesting races right now are going to be the wild card races. Right. You know, the, who's going to be that last team in and as opposed to the front runners? Okay. Like you said, a lot of the, three out of the four teams are in, in, in those leagues already decided or practically already decided. And so Juan's who's going to Juan's- be that little, that, that, that sneak in team because the wild card has done well. In the playoffs. Right. And so. and somebody like Juan Soto, who's with the Nationals right now, the Nationals are out, out of the playoff picture pretty much. And they, you know, the, they, they could very easily, I don't know easily, but they could probably get a lot from somebody like the Los Angeles Dodgers going uh, before the deadline and start to try to rebuild the, the national team. So there's, there's a lot that could go on, or maybe the Cardinals. There's a lot of Cardinals fans here in – uh, around this area uh, in Middle Tennessee uh, and Tennessee in general, and you know the Cardinals uh, have a huge fan base and they don't mind spending the money. And Juan Soto might be a might be a heck of a boost for their team uh, yeah. because he is he is a stud for sure. I mean, you talking about hitting the ball? That guy can hammer it. Now in the in the East, the Yankees. I mean, they're in control. They're up by 12. I mean, you know, they're up by 11 and a half, 12 games over Toronto right now. The Red Sox have imploded. My poor Red Sox have just imploded, and they're probably shotgunning beers in the uh, – in the clubhouse, they're already making make, they're already making vacation plans. <laughs> you know, for so they they pretty much hung it up. The Twins, uh, Minnesota, Cleveland, and the White Sox are all within three games of each other. So that American League Central uh, division is going to be a very interesting race, probably coming down to the last couple of weeks of the season for sure. And the other uh, division that's pretty much decided is the Astros, and they're up by ten or eleven games. I didn't. Check, check last night. I got these yesterday afternoon. But they're, they're up 10, 11 games over Seattle. So out of three out of the six divisions are pretty much decided. But here comes a wild card. You know, yep. I think, you know, when a lot of people, when they brought the wild card in, a lot of the traditionalist baseball fans, they were, yeah. they were upset. Well, yeah, baseball's so full of tradition that they – I mean, they didn't. Yeah, want it's that. like they pulling don't, don't mess, to change traditions. You know, if, if it ain't broke, don't yeah. fix it. Type thing, and that, and and I get that. But however, uh, well, it was getting to the point where it was almost broke because so few teams were getting in. Well, it's the, the haves and, and have not, right? And, you know you what know, I mean. So few teams were actually having a, a real shot at the playoffs, and I think the 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 infusion of the play of the 
wild card has been good because the wild card teams have been able there, to go. There get, have been numerous you know, since since the yeah. imp- implementation of the wild card. There have been a number of wild card teams that have done very well, yeah. and one or two I think have won actually the World won it. Series. Yeah. So uh, selling that idea, selling that idea to uh, the owners uh, from the other owners. Uh, probably was tough at first, but you know, I guarantee you, there was well, more money generated. Say to more, the owners, there, they'll see TV those ticket games, sales. You know, and <laughs> that that's, didn't, that's didn't take you, a lot of talking to them. That's about how that. you get their attention with 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 the with the Benjamins. Yeah, it's just and, all uh, about the it's all about the interest. Yeah. And there hadn't been a lot in Major League Baseball. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched it a great deal throughout my childhood, uh, like you guys probably did. Uh, 10, even 10, 20 years ago. Well, and it's just kind of better off. Like we said, we, there was a super station, WGN out of Chicago, and there was a TBS running the Braves. You know, those are the two teams growing up that you watched on TV because they were around here. Around yeah. here. And then, you know. of course, then you had the, the Yankees up up northeast area. And then and, once, and once fall ball starts, uh, the yeah. classic starts, everybody gets a little bit more interested, kind of like the playoffs in NBA or, the, or football. So, uh, we all are looking forward uh, as we've got another eh, another 45, 60 days to get the Major League Baseball uh, at least postseason uh, schedule set up. And that was the other thing about adding the, the, uh, the wild card situation. It extended the interest – it extended the postseason to where the interest was – you know, again, like you said, the interest ramps up in the postseason. Sure. Well, I- now you add – you had another week I think or two weeks. First you know, weekend in November. All of a sudden. I mean, you know, it, all, it pretty much runs yeah. into Halloween in the first weekend uh, in November. So, you know, there, there's, again, that they extend that interest, extend those ticket sales, extend that TV exposure. So we're excited about that, and we're excited to have you guys with us. Thank you for joining us on Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake Colley. I'm joined by Lou Maddox and Mr. Uh, Mr. Mike, the coach on the board. And uh, if you guys, we're on here, we're going to be on the air on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And we're going to talk sports uh, coming up next week. We hope to have Columbia Central's football coach on, or at least an interview with him. Uh, And we're going to get some other uh, area high school football, being that football season is coming up. We're going to get them on here, get some Get some lowdown on their programs, what they're what they're looking forward to, big games, and what their expectations are for the upcoming season. And our expectation is for you all to tune in at four o'clock on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Uh, listen to us, and we're going to be talking everything sports. Uh, we'll be doing some fantasy league. I've got uh, our draft coming up soon, and. Uh, just look to have a good time. What do you got, Lou? Anything? That's it for me. Everybody have a great weekend. Yeah. It's going to be a little cooler. I think we had a good first week. Stay looking dry. Forward yeah, to the, we looking just got forward through to the our next first few three shows. We're looking to smooth this thing out and, and shine her up and look forward to talking to you all on Monday. 4 o'clock Monday, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour as Stephen Tyler is going to take us on out of here. Have a great weekend.